Welcome to Get Found, Get Funded, a podcast all about creating visibility, paths for growth, and opportunity for entrepreneurs. We focus on those entrepreneurs who are statistically underrepresented in the startup ecosystem. Your hosts are Zena Island, president of X Plus PR, a media relations agency, angel investor Aurelia Flores, managing member of Athena Digital Media Group, a digital marketing agency, and angel investor Christina Francis, president of Esteem Logic, an information technology, consulting, and training firm. In each episode, you will meet a new startup founder, hear about their company and where they are now. We then focus on one key challenge facing that entrepreneur, a challenge that is common among startups. Each episode also features a guest expert to weigh in on the challenge. Welcome to Get Found, Get Funded. Welcome to another episode. We have now been in this podcast space for a quarter of a year. We started in January 2018 and we've been having a lot of fun. We've been doing a lot of interesting shows Mm -hmm. with some really amazing entrepreneurs. Our focus is on a subset of entrepreneurs, those eligible for VC and angel funding. And of course, Christina, you and I as angel investors, um, that's a really specific uh, definition. We're going to talk more about what Mm -hmm. those entrepreneurs look like in an upcoming show and what it means to be in that ecosystem. Um, But in general, the key scalability, potential for large revenue growth and an expected exit event within five to eight years. So that's kind of our, our subset of our focus, but we really work to have the information resources be useful for all entrepreneurs. Exactly, and this is a small small subset, so it's not for everyone, but the content, we believe, can fit any entrepreneur that is you know, either starting, scaling, or, or moving into growth. Right, so the entrepreneurs that we're featuring mm-hmm. are statistically underrepresented entrepreneurs that are also eligible or in the VC and angel exactly. ecosystem. Yeah. And um, like you said, we have our own areas of expertise, each of us, both as investors and then also the professional uh, years of experience that we bring to bear. (laughs) Experience can be pain as well. No, just kidding. (laughs) But also, you know, we really work to supplement that um, expertise with guest experts in every show and sometimes panels of guest experts. Exactly. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about our guest experts later, but I've just been really impressed with the diversity that we're bringing to the table in terms of thought, in terms of where they are in the ecosystem. Some are in incubators, some have exited their own firms. Um, some are, you know, um, su- supporting supporting incubators, and some are are just uh, advisors supporting entrepreneurs. Yeah, and really uh, looking to allow people to tell their stories, mm-hmm. both the experts and the entrepreneurs, really talking through what they're experiencing at the moment, what the big challenges are, and what they've learned. Yeah, and we we said at the beginning of this show that we were kind of bringing like Ayan Love and Sant meets Mark Cuban, right. and I think the storytelling has been really therapeutic on both sides. We've heard that in our pre meetings with entrepreneurs and the experts, as well as post meetings. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to doing more of that. Yeah, definitely. I would like to add one of the things um, that I've learned over the uh, several weeks is I learned a lot from the entrepreneurs themselves um, how hard they have tried to get funding and get access and get visibility and how they bootstrap and they look for different ways. And it just inspired me as an entrepreneur to, you know, hang in there and keep fighting no matter what. And that's why I love those stories of resiliency. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, it's just been a pleasure to 
hear the stories, but also I think a lot of the entrepreneurs afterwards have told us it was good for them to share their experience. A lot of times people don't ex uh, share their experience, sometimes because they don't have an audience or other individuals to talk to, other times because their head's down, you know, growing the business, you know, uh, creating the, the products and services. And so this gives them a platform. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually thinking about most recently Rashna Govani from um, Foodstand, who had a lot to share in her mm -hmm. experience. And, you know, one of the things she mentioned was, hey, thanks, because I, I kind of wish I had this when I was going through this. And I want to make sure that people and other entrepreneurs don't make the same mistakes I did, or at least can learn from them. So I think it's just a great platform as well for the entrepreneurs to share share their stories. Yeah, I mean, we've covered some really important topics, I think, mm -hmm. for all entrepreneurs, Absolutely. financing and marketing and messaging and PR. And partnerships. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, partnerships and connections. We cannot forget about partnerships. <laughs> forget about they're, they're, key to, they're key to scale and growth. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, how to spend time and resources. Absolutely. Which is always, always tough for entrepreneurs to figure out how to prioritize. And then we've talked about structure. Mm -hmm. So just And something that stuff. you've, you've yeah. been able to help... Um, some of the entrepreneurs with is just using tools like Facebook analytics and, and things that they're already paying for, but may not understand the full scope of the technology. And so really just helping them dive into that, you know, while we, we do the pre-show and then when we record, our listeners hear what's recorded, but there's a lot that goes in beforehand and afterwards. Yeah. Um, and so I've been really excited that we've been able to really help connect people and also deep dive into some of the areas that we discuss on, uh, on the show. Yeah, and I know, Zena, you've always been talking about PR and how important mm -hmm. that is. And I think, you know, even for myself, I've learned a lot about, Absolutely. you know, what that means and why that's so important. And I know one of our entrepreneurs is like, I I'm not even sure what PR is. Right? <laughs> so you were able to give them some information there. Well, what I found interesting on the PR uh, realm, a lot of people don't understand PR. They get it mixed up with marketing yes. a, a lot, as you know, really being in marketing. So, you know, I find myself a lot having to explain the differences. Um, and, I've, you know, people have come up to me and ask me, can you help me with Facebook ads? And normally I'll just, talk, you know, steer them in your direction. So thank you for explaining that to our entrepreneurs on the show about, you know, how to use Facebook ads to increase their visibility. Yeah, and Zena, too, your your points on how to use social media. I think you're helping both Aurelia and I <laughs> uh, personally on that as well. Um, but being able to, you know, re recreate a story or reuse a story. And so a lot of times we feel like, oh, social media is going to take so much time. I've got to spend, you know, 15, 20 minutes, an hour, two hours a day doing this. And really you don't. You know, you can, you know, schedule some of those stories and reuse some of the content that you already have. So I really appreciate the information that you've provided to not just us, but, you know, and the entrepreneurs, but the listeners as well. Thank you. And one show I, I would like to focus on that was very helpful for me was the one on financing and knowing your numbers. That was an outstanding show. And I think a lot of people, um, we got a lot of feedback from that yeah, the pro forma financials, Carlos Cariaga was really great. And mm -hmm. just kind of breaking that down and making that understandable for folks, I think that was really nice. And I also remember, you know, McKeever um, Conwell talking, too, about how that fits into structure. And particularly, we talked with him and Crystal Eisenhower, Dr. Crystal Eisenhower, about, you know, Series A rounds mm -hmm. and how, you know, really understanding what that's going to look like going forward. 
Um, but if, I mean, and I loved all our shows, of course. And and at the same time, I think one of the shows that we've referred to over and over and over again was with Sage Salvo mm-hmm. and Jenny, Jenny. Casson. Mm-hmm. Um, because Jenny really just brought in a whole different conversation about funding and what people need to know about funding that is not within the traditional sector and so if anybody is raising money they number one need to go listen to that show connect with jenny and learn more about the different opportunities there i think and really empowering entrepreneurs to raise money on their own terms and looking at alternative ways of funding and i think that ties nicely into the show we did on icos although Mm -hmm. there's a lot of (laughs) uh, different perspectives on that now in the in the landscape but the, the idea now is that entrepreneurs really have multiple options and how they actually raise money. And one of the things that Jenny mentioned to us um, and that it resonates with me and stays with me and I, I share with other entrepreneurs is that everyone can be an investor, right? Mm-hmm. We focus a lot mm-hmm. on the incredi- accredited investor, but what about the community and how you actually use that community to support your product or your service or your growth? And, and it's, not, it's beyond the friends and family. It's really the folks that support your mission and are with you day to day. So I thought, you know, she, she's amazing. And after her show, she's helped not only others have, who have been on the show, but future mm-hmm. um, entrepreneurs that are going to be on the show and listeners. And just for you that don't know, an accredited investor is a term used by the SEC, and it typically requires a certain level of income or net worth. All right, well, why don't we do this? Let's go back through and let our listeners know why they should listen to a show. So let's start with show one with Lynette Abbott. Yeah, so Craft My Occasion is a party supplies company that celebrates children of color. And what I loved about that show was we were talking about, she had just come off this really successful crowd raising, um, crowdfunding campaign that we just talked about a minute ago. And she was trying to figure out what she needed to focus on next and where she should put her time and energy um, because she was also trying to, you know, fulfill all those orders from the mm-hmm. crowdfunding and so forth. And so I think all entrepreneurs have that challenge of figuring out where do I put my time and my energy and how do I focus what's most important to me? And so we had a really nice conversation around that. Yeah, and we talked to her as well about just taking a step back and celebrating some of the milestones yeah. because she had quite a few milestones. She did. And Jen Elgin, Jennifer Elgin, who was her um, expert, who was a lawyer, actually talked about repurposing the IP. And for Lynette, this was a huge deal. And so I think a lot of our listeners should go back. Jen, Jennifer provided a lot of detail around that IP. Yeah, when and how to trademark, mm-hmm. what, why is that so important? Absolutely. Um, and how that really is an asset for businesses, and particularly one like Lynette's, where, you know, at an exit event, that's really what she's going to be selling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In show two, we had Dr. Roshana Novellis. Yeah, and Dr. Novellis was, um, is in the process of launching her crowdfunding platform, mm-hmm. actually, for women entrepreneurs. And she was um, addressing the challenge of having two different, comp- maybe competing constituencies, right? So the investors on the one, so- one hand for the crowdfunding platform and then the entrepreneurs receiving the funding. And so we kind of unpacked what that looked like for her business and where she should put her focus and how she should be positioning the company. And that was another interesting conversation. And we had Melissa Bradley as her guest expert. And Melissa, how do I define her? She's done so much, but (laughs) she's a mentor. Uh, She provides guidance across the ecosystem and not just in the D.C. area, but uh, nationally and globally, I would say. And she's actually an advisor for the incubator that uh, Dr. Roshana is in right now. Halcyon. And so she really weighed in on 
understanding your value proposition and making sure you're you're um, as you're entering the space because there are some other crowdfunding platforms that are coming out and making sure Roshana is best positioning what she's doing that's a little bit different than the Kivas and the other crowdfunding platforms. Right. And Melissa being not only a professor at a lot of these different institutions, but also a super, <laughs> a super investor herself, um, started different funds herself. Mm-hmm. So really, like you said, kind of a superstar in the startup ecosystem. The next person we had on the show was Sage Salvo of Words Live, an ed tech company that allows teachers to use pop culture to teach um, key ideas in their classrooms, right? Things that are already required. And what that conversation was so interesting is we had mm-hmm. it with Jenny Casson, which we already talked about, really diving into alternative funding models. Sage was really candid about um, some of the limits and frustrations in the uh, for entrepreneurs yeah, raising absolutely. money in the VC and angel ecosystem. And Jenny completely turned everything on its head and said here are some other options yeah you know she taught all of us i believe just Mm -hmm. in terms of raising money on your own terms like we mentioned and being able to raise money up to a million dollars that's still compliant with the sec so i thought that was you know really informative information this is a show i believe everyone needs to watch yeah yeah listen to yeah (laughs) yeah no right they should they they should watch it (laughs) it's that important (laughs) i mean no i think the alternative funding models that she was talking about um, you know, not requiring accredited investors, mm-hmm. um, being able to to raise money that don't require you to give up equity even, um, raising, you know, I think it was up to two and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends. She was talking about different models, but so interesting and really important, particularly when people feel like there's only one way to raise money. Absolutely. And on the topic of multiple ways to raise funding... We had the ICO show, which was one of my favorite as well, with Desiree Dickerson, uh, Maureen Murat, um, Amy Wan, and Samson Williams. And we, I believe we had the show prior to this huge landscape change with ICOs and some of the scams that came up. But they provided just information on um, what an ICO is, what blockchain is, um, just how people should approach looking at this as an investor as well as being an entrepreneur and using ICOs to raise money. And I think what's so interesting about ICOs, regardless of how you feel about it, is that the landscape within the startup ecosystem is changing so fundamentally that people are finding different ways Mm -hmm. to fund and think about this. And when you think about the percentage of the total startup budget that has been funded by the ICO what am I, percentage, right? I mean, I think we're really looking at just a landscape that is changing really quickly in a lot of ways. And so if you are looking to raise money, whatever that looks like, it's important to at least understand what's out there. And I think the big thing with ICOs as well is how do you leverage your community? And so that's your customers, people who believe in your mission. And so it becomes bigger and broader. And there are a few people that are using ICOs very successfully. Yeah. Um, and then our fifth show was with Kina from Stembox. Yeah, Keenan McAllister, who I love her model selling um, boxes to the the doorstep of girls between the ages of eight and seven and 12. Am I getting those ages right? Um, To encourage them to go into STEM fields and really neat. She's had some great success. She's been growing quite a bit. And she's also trying to figure out how to do the marketing. She had a little bit of a stumble, which all entrepreneurs in this ecosystem do. You know, you think somebody's going to give you money and then they don't. Mm -hmm. And you can never count on funding coming in from any particular place. And so what you can, what you can always control is your message to the 
potential client or customer. And so yeah, and she had such a, a story of resilience, not only you know, maintaining the business as she moved from one state to another, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, just working through not having as many resources on her team and, you know, just, you know, being able to go to the Microsoft conference and talk about Stembox itself. I think she's done a phenomenal job. And we had Allison Wilson for Weber Shanwick as her um, expert. And and Allison really talked about PR and marketing, but Mm -hmm. also about really hitting it hard on a memorable customer experience. And I think Keena's done exceptional with that. I think what was really interesting there, too, we had the long conversation about partnerships. Of course we did. Of course we did. (laughs) Your your topic. But I think the partnerships was really interesting there because we were brainstorming a little bit on the show itself, which we, of course, had done before and after, but who she could work with, Mm -hmm. how she could present her message to already welcoming audiences and what that would look like. Absolutely. And then Allison just kind of doubled down on how to make that even more powerful. Mm -hmm. And then our sixth show, um, we talked with um, McKeever Conwell, who was actually the guest expert for Aperiomics. Dr. Crystal Eisenhower, who the company is has one test that will identify every bacteria, virus, fungi, and parasite um, from a bodily fluid sample and is really changing what healthcare is all about and really exciting there. And she's already done her seed um, raise round or seed round. Sorry, for whatever reason, I can't get this out of my mouth. And is now looking at raising and has already opened her series A round. So we had a really interesting conversation with McKeever Conwell of Tedco, who himself is a successful exited entrepreneur and also now is working um, to mentor others and within an institution, helping people figure that out about how to structure that series A and what all of that means, really. Mm-hmm. And in our show seven was with Carlos Cariega. Um, and we really talked about how your numbers tell a story and really dove into understanding performers, how to use them, tools and tips needed to get your numbers in order. You know, as we talked about before we did this show, a lot of the entrepreneurs that we featured uh, and others that we talked to sometimes struggle with how they look at their numbers and what detail needs to go into it. So I thought this was another great show just to provide that baseline. Yeah, and even how to think about your pro forma financials, what goes into financial statements generally, mm-hmm. and how to really use them as a tool, not only for investors, but for you as the entrepreneur as well. Yeah. Um, the next show was What Friends Do, and founder Amy Kandrak was talking with us about um, this wonderful platform that is kind of taking into the new millennium what all, people all over, but including those in faith communities, have done for a really long time, kind mm-hmm. of coordinating support for folks who are going through times of celebration or crisis and um, she really wanted to talk about how to present the message of what her platform does and how to get more people on board and and I thought her story was really interesting too being one of the first women um, from her state to uh, get 500,000 in in investment and so really talking with her and her story and and then Pastor Porter Maurice Porter who is from Hartford Connecticut um, you know, he said something that stays with me, and it's it, from, you know, the spiritual piece is our message never changes, but our methods should. And so he really focused on how do you integrate a platform, a technology, a new process into a system that's been around for so long? And how are, how do you keep it positive and not threaten those individuals mm-hmm. that are have been such a part of it for, for decades, for, yeah. you know, for, you know, the entire family? Yeah, and we also talked on that show about how to... Um, 
gather community and other stakeholder support as you are trying to get more people on board and, and in this case, even institutions on board. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, allies are really important. Yeah. Yeah. Allies and partnerships, right? Allies, partnerships, <laughs> collaboration. <laughs> then we had a show on seeking corporate sponsors um, with Regina Gwynn of Tres Noir. And the guest expert there was Kimberly Strong of Strong Connections and formerly at um, Target mm-hmm. with the diversity um, office there. And so she was really talking about how to approach companies in general mm-hmm. for sponsorship money and what that looks like and how that can be a part of your overall strategy. And I thought what was important that she mentioned was, you know, how do you get to the right person? And, and she talked a lot to and a, some, a small thing, but something that, you know, I think we need to make sure our entrepreneurs are reminded of is just the following up and the importance of that. And then understanding how you fit into the corporate vision. So whatever corporate sponsor you're going after, really understanding that message that you're going to provide them on how you, your product or service fits into their vision. Yeah, yeah. Dolores Rowan was our next guest expert from the National Women's Business Council, and she came and talked to us about the state of women on women's entrepreneurship and the report that just came out. And that was an awesome discussion, partly because I just love statistics, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but also just to think about where different groups are positioned in this entrepreneurial landscape um, what trends we're seeing, what kinds of things we should be looking out for, and just what we can learn mm-hmm. from the research that's already out there and the gaps that still need to be filled, right? And I thought, well, you know, there were so many interesting things came up in that yeah. show, and I know we can talk all Forever. about it, but, um, you know, just in terms of what questions VCs and angels ask male mm-hmm. entrepreneurs versus female and you know lots of great discussion around that i'm sure we're going to have dolores and someone on her team back yes. for some of the future reports that come out yeah we had a great show on the power of entrepreneurship for returning citizens um, also known as formerly incarcerated um, folks and our guests were marcus bullock who is ceo of flick shop um, a really great company that allows folks to take pictures and send them instantly to friends or family who might be incarcerated. Super interesting, I thought, not just incarcerated, but also in immigration detention centers and so forth. Um, great business model. I just thought it was brilliant. And he just got done with his cohort of tech stars, mm-hmm. um, as well as Katie Leonard, who is an incubator, who's launching an incubator for folks who either were formerly incarcerated or hire those who are formerly incarcerated. And I think, you know, in addition to talking about the integration challenges for those returning citizens, we also talked about the growth opportunities that both um, uh, Katie and Marcus are providing in terms of economic growth in the community. And so that's definitely a show show to listen to Um, and looking really forward to the number of jobs and companies that are birthed out of both of their initiatives. Yeah, And I think, too, what was so interesting is that they are both of them were really looking at entrepreneurship as a more... Um, integrated piece of this holistic puzzle of how we do, like you said, economic development mm-hmm. in communities, but also just more broadly what we're losing out on. Oops. Yeah. If we don't have, um, if we don't offer that, that ability to be part of the economic puzzle, you know, of our. And I think our. it was Katie who just brought up, you know, the uh, health and job opportunity, how that really mm-hmm. goes together. Yeah. And then she was saying that she can actually tell you based on. Uh, the job market, uh, 
what the health of that community is as well. And, you know, so that's something that, you know, I think especially in the, the black community, we want to change, but all communities really, we want to make sure that there are job opportunities and diverse types of jobs, not just um, low level jobs, but mid-level, high level, and that we're upskilling where we can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a great conversation with Rosh Nagovani of Food Stand, who is a behavior change technology company. Let's see if I've got this right. Digital, digital behavior change company. Um, it's so interesting because really talking about this platform that helps us change habits and behaviors, particularly around food and our habits around eating and movement. And then we brought in guest expert Cesare Assad, who is from Food System 6, who works with entrepreneurs that are on the cutting edge and really doing interesting things in the food infrastructure and entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship in that realm. Yeah, we really appreciated her advice. And, you know, one thing I um, really like, too, is that she offered to help anyone, any entrepreneurs who are, are listeners that are in the food system space, um, that her company would be actually be willing to talk with them in more detail. Yeah. So if you want that information, go listen to that <laughs> show. <laughs> and then most recently, our show was on... Um, in the ed tech space, we had founder and CEO Ritu Gupta of Circled In, who is um, running a platform that uh, collects and organizes achievements of um, students that they can, so that they can get into their ideal colleges or and maybe in the future internships and other jobs and so forth. So really, kind of an interesting play on LinkedIn, but for younger people, and it's also a secure platform. And then, of course, we had ed tech expert extraordinaire Greg Gunn talked to her about how to build that business yeah and really look at your value proposition and um, he also talked interestingly enough because of what Ritu is doing and companies like hers that collect data and are uh, supporting research and development opportunities to not just look at the consumer play or b2b play but also to look at utilizing grants and other funding funding um, opportunities yeah I thought that was really important in his um input saying don't overlook free money mm-hmm. where money that you don't have to give up you know equity or what have you yeah great so that so. was what we did over the last three months hopefully you will be um, joining us for what we've got coming up and we look forward to having more panel discussions absolutely and more amazing entrepreneurs so we're always looking for um, new folks so certainly if you are interested or you know somebody who's interested go to our website get found get funded and apply or just email us and let us know about um, other ideas you might have for a panel discussion and we've been approached by different folks yeah and, and any feedback you know if there are topics that you want discussed or questions that uh, you'd like us to dive in deeper you know I think we have our our format but definitely open to what you need as a listener as a growing entrepreneur as a scaling entrepreneur as a business owner so we look forward to your feedback and comments thank you so much and as always I have to mention don't forget to go on our social media (laughs) (laughs) you know I have to so we are on Instagram at getfound underscore getfunded um, on Twitter, get found underscore funded, and then we're also uh, profiling the show on each and every one of our platforms. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us. Don't miss an episode. Mm-hmm.